Welcome to the Prosperous Piano Teacher Podcast. I'm Ashley Young, pianist, instructor, and business coach, and I'm here to help you dream big about what your studio could be if you are willing to open your mind and level up your business skills. I'm going to share the tangible strategies that I've learned for streamlining and scaling your studio so that you can align your business to work for your life instead of letting your business control your life. I am so happy that you're here. Let's dive in. Hello, hello. Welcome in to another episode of the Prosperous Piano Teacher Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Young, and I'm really happy that you are here. Today's episode is going to be a little bit different, and I'm really looking forward to recording it because I've been thinking about this for a long time. And in the last couple of weeks, it's really, really, really been on my mind. So in today's episode, I want to share with you some honest and vulnerable truths about scaling your music business. These are things that I have been thinking about and that have been on my mind. And I just wanted to do an episode like this because I think it's really easy, especially in today's world, to think that someone that might be a little bit further down the path than you, like has all of the answers or isn't struggling or isn't figuring it out on their own. And one of the things that I really do believe is that you can have whatever kind of business you want. I don't think there's a lot of limitations. I think that if you really decide what you want and you set out to get it and you're willing to learn and you're willing to flop on your face and make mistakes and to persevere, I think that you can get there. And a lot of the times we like hear stories of people getting there, right? Like we see the end goal. We see that people have made it there or that they're already several years into the journey. And it's not as often that you hear people share like what it was like to get there or what it is like for them to be trying to get there. And so I wanted to do an episode like that today. I wanted to do an episode where I just share some honest and vulnerable truths with you about what it's been like for me to scale my business and to grow my business. And these truths are things that I have like learned along the way or things that I'm learning right now or that I have to keep learning. But I hope in sharing them that you will recognize that you, first of all, are not alone in what you're trying to do. And I want to normalize the fact that the journey can be challenging and that the journey can you know, have some ups and downs. And we're going to talk a little more about that um, as we get into the episode. And I also just want to show you that you just have to keep going, right? Because when things get hard, if you set out to do something, when things get hard or when things get bumpy, or when you do find yourself on that roller coaster of ups and downs, if you stop, you certainly will not get where you are trying to go. I know I talk about this a lot on the podcast, but really the difference between you and someone that is further along in the journey than you or someone that like has what you want is that they didn't stop, right? They didn't stop. That is the one certainty about the difference between you and that per person is that they just kept going because had they stopped or had they given up when things got hard, they wouldn't be further along the journey than you are. So let's dive in. And I, I tried to organize this episode into points, at least. <laughs> I didn't want it to turn into me just like randomly, you know, gabbing on and on and on um, with no direction. And so I tried to turn it into points where I'm going to kind of share a truth with you, something that I've experienced, something that has really mattered or impacted me along my journey. And then I'm going to share with you in some of these ones, at least in some of the tips, I'll share with you like some 
ideas on, on how I overcame it or how I've seen other people overcome it or how I work through it. If it's something that I'm still working through, um, so that you can have some takeaways from the episode and some things that will be helpful. So, um, let's see. Okay. So the first truth that I want to share with you, honestly, is that I rarely hit my goals. Okay. And this is a funny one and it's layered. There are a lot of layers here, but I want to be honest about that. I rarely hit my goals. And this is a time, it's a day and age where every single time that I go on Instagram or every single time that I'm like looking to a mentor or looking to, I'll call them expanders, like people that are further along than me that are doing something that I want to do. I use them as expanders. I use them as examples of like things I could do or action steps I could take along my journey. And I'm totally willing to learn from the people that have already done what I want to do. And so when I look at these expanders on social media, a lot of the times they'll share like, numbers goals of like, oh, I did a hundred K in my first launch, or, you know, I recently did a launch where I did X amount of money or where X amount of students enrolled or something like that. And goals are important, but I think it's really easy to go in a few directions here. And I feel like on my journey, I've done all of it. So I've done the version of like setting a really huge goal, not reaching it and getting super upset about it. And like the perfectionist in me is like really annoyed and frustrated by the fact that I didn't reach the goal and it makes me want to give up. I have set really big goals and I have not reached them and I've been totally cool with it because the growth and the learning that I did in the process had like helped me enough that it didn't matter that I didn't hit the number goal. I've also gone the opposite of that direction and I've set really small goals because the perfectionist inside of me knew that if I set a big goal and I, I like didn't believe that I could get it that I wouldn't even try. Okay. So I've also set really, really small goals because I like, I know they're achievable and I know that hitting it will give me confidence to carry on. So I've used goals in a lot of different ways, but I'm now at a point where I do set really big goals because it's really motivating for me to set really, really, really big goals. And I finally have achieved this thing. And I shouldn't say achieved. I feel like I'm in this space where I can most of the time hold space for the fact that I rarely hit the goals, but it doesn't matter because the big goal like helps me get farther than I would have if I set a small goal. And also I recognize that the journey to these big goals is where a lot of the gold is. It's not necessarily hitting the number goal that um, makes everything perfect or that makes everything worth it. It's what I learn in that journey of pushing myself and stretching myself beyond my perceived limitations. Okay. And so I am at a point in my journey where I set really, really, really big goals. And sometimes I hit them. I have hit them. And sometimes I don't. And it doesn't matter. Okay, because what I learn in the journey of pushing and expanding towards that larger goal is really, really, really important. But I want to normalize the idea that setting goals is really hard. It's hard to know if you should set like a high, high in the sky goal. It's hard to know. And I coach people depending on the situations, like I'll coach people in a variety of different directions because sometimes somebody really needs a huge motivator. And that's where I am right now, right? Where I, I have set this like huge goal and believing that I could really hit this goal that seems unrealistic or that at one point in my life would have seemed unrealistic pushes me to learn and to grow and to expand in ways that I never would have thought were possible before. But sometimes, you know, like I mentioned, like you need a win. You need to be able to hit a goal to prove to yourself that you can hit it and to learn to trust yourself. And so there's a time and a place for both, but I rarely hit my goals. Okay. And that's because I set goals that are so huge that I do believe they're possible, but 
it's really the journey of working towards that goal and the expansion that happens. That is the important part. And that's where I am in my business right now. So it's okay if you set huge goals and if you believe that they're possible, and that's the key, you have to set the goal and you have to believe it's possible. And then you work your butt off to get to that goal and you work in the smartest way to get to that goal and you don't hit it. That's okay. You don't have to hit all of your goals. It's actually okay if you're not hitting all of your goals. It's better to dream big, in my opinion, and to get close than to limit yourself to small goals or only achievable goals. All right. Another truth that I want to share with you um, is that, oh my goodness, this is a good one. Okay. I've talked about this a little bit on the podcast, but when I set out to scale and streamline and grow my business, I was under the impression that like hitting certain numbers or like reaching certain practical business goals was going to be where the success was. And I could not have been more wrong. Yes, there's obviously a huge part of my business that is like actually doing the things and sitting down and learning how to use a new platform or learning how to create a course or do something with technology in a way that allows me to like create what I want to create. And so there is like that business part of it, getting coaching, you know, like expanding my idea of what it's like to do quarterly planning and what it's like to handle my business finances. There is that part of it. But I would say 75 to 80% of the work that is done in my business has actually been mindset work, working on my own brain and my own internal systems so that I can support myself in my business goals. And when you do this kind of work, things that I've talked about in different episodes, like changing your money mentality or you know, believing that what you want is possible, believing that you are worthy of hitting your goals, all of those mindset things that you have to work through. When you focus on those and you really make it a goal to overcome those mindset issues, you actually start to realize that it's not about the end goal. Okay. It's not about the end goal. It's not about hitting the number. It's not about reaching the goal. It's actually about the journey. And it's about what you learn on that journey. I'm going to give you a couple of examples. Okay. So one example comes from like my performance career and another example comes from my current business. So I forever all through college had it in my mind that like, if I could get to the point that I could play at Carnegie hall, or if I could get to the point that I was like concertizing every weekend, that was my goal, right? I wanted to be a performer and that was my goal. And I had this secret expectation. It wasn't something that I spoke out into the world and it wasn't even an expectation I realized I had until much later in the journey. But I had this expectation in my mind that once I was able to do that, like I would have achieved this goal and it meant that I was a good musician or it meant that I was worthy or it meant that X, Y, and Z, like all of these unspoken expectations that we have. And I didn't realize this at the time. So I worked toward this goal. I worked towards this goal. I got to the point that I played at Carnegie Hall. I got to the point that like my senior year of college, I was pretty much traveling every weekend to compete or to perform. And I was so miserable. I was so miserable. I was lonely. I was kind of hating what I was doing. And I was having this big crisis internally because I was like, okay, I reached this goal and everything that I thought would happen when I reached this goal didn't happen. And now what do I do with that information? And it led to a little bit of like a crisis of conscience and like a little bit of a quarter life crisis of like, what do I do? How do I, how do I make this meaningful? How do I make this work in a way um, that matters? Because all of my secret expectations that I had about reaching this goal didn't happen. 
Okay. And so I had to craft and like recraft in my mind what it meant to be a performer and why I was performing and what it actually gave me to reach that end goal. And I had to just totally reinvent that. And I, I learned through that process that for me, performing and teaching and actually everything about music is about connection. And that I was really kind of performing for the wrong reasons. That wasn't good. Okay. So I had to kind of like revamp all of that. And then more recently in my business, I set a number goal. And last year in 2022, I was getting really into this idea of like setting goals and being able to hit them every single month. I had like my monthly targets and I wanted to hit them. And so, so when it came to 2023, I set a number goal for January that I thought was pretty wild. And in the back of my mind, I had these secret expectations, meaning I didn't realize I had them until after the fact that like, it would maybe take me most of the year to hit that goal. But I was like, I'm going to hit X number every single month in 2023. And so I set out in January and what was wild about it is I hit that number first thing in January and oh my gosh, you all, you, I should have been celebrating. I should have been like shouting from the rooftops. I should have been dancing, doing happy dances. I should have been so happy about hitting this number goal. But what happened is it actually like sent me into a tailspin because I unknowingly had these expectations that it would take me a while to hit this goal. Like this goal was so big to me for, for myself at that point in my business that I thought it would take a while. I thought it would take more work. I thought it would be harder to hit that goal. And so when I hit it right out of the gate, first month of 2023, I totally panicked. And I went into like, can I ever hit this goal again? Like, is it possible for me to be making this much money? And I like basically freaked out for a few months and did not hit that goal again for a few months because I went into a tailspin about it. And so it just goes to show you that like, the mindset work is so, 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 so important. It's so important to know your own mind and to be willing to be open and honest with yourself about what's going on internally, because if you aren't, you're going to get caught in those little cycles. And if I wasn't open to this journey of like doing mindset work, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have even known that I had secret expectations. I wouldn't have known why that tailspin happened. I, I could have potentially just like gone into the tailspin and given up. Right. And that could have been like the peak of my business. And then I gave up because I had no idea what to do after that point, but really tuning into like how your brain works, what your tendencies are, what your insecurities are, what are like the traumas and the limiting beliefs that you need to overcome. That is where the gold is. Okay. That is where the gold is. It is in the journey. That is where you will learn how to take your business to the next level is when you learn how to take yourself and your mind to the next level. Okay. So that is the second one. All right. The third vulnerable truth that I want to share with you is that I used to get stuck on the roller coaster a lot, as you just saw me illustrate in that last story. It's really easy as an entrepreneur to get on this daily roller coaster. Okay. Of like, Ooh, I made a sale today. Woohoo. Today is the best day in the world. And then the next day you made no sales and Oh my gosh, do I need to blow up my whole business and start over? Like maybe I need to change my niche or maybe I need to redesign my website or maybe I need to blow it all up. And as long as you are on, on that roller coaster, it is going to be really, really challenging to make any progress in your business. Okay. Because when it comes to running a business, this is what I have learned in the last year. You have to zoom out. You have to zoom out and you have to be willing to look at the quarters. You have to be looking, willing to look at the years. You have to be willing to look at like your 10 year plan, your five year plan, your three year plan, three year plan, your one year plan. And when you can zoom out, you don't get stuck in the roller coaster. 
as much, right? Because you can see the bigger vision. You can see the bigger vision of where your business is going. And you can recognize that not making sales one day isn't going to derail you from your one-year plan, okay? Sure, it might mean that you don't hit your goal for that day, but it doesn't derail you from your one-year plan. And so this roller coaster of ups and downs, we have to figure out ways as business owners to like make that a little bit more even and to not get on the roller coaster. I think I, I personally believe that there are seasons to business and that there will be seasons where everything is going well. There will be seasons where everything is not going well. There will be days where everything is going well and days where things are not going well. There will even be hour to hour where things feel like they're going really well and then they're not. But it's very important that you learn how to stand in your truth and stand in your authenticity and stand on solid ground so that you don't jump on the roller coaster every time it goes up and down. Okay. And this is something that I've really been working on and it's hard. You guys, it's hard. I haven't figured it out. <laughs> I'm not perfect at this by any means, but it is very worthwhile because it means longevity. If I truly do believe that. And I, I, I think I've shown myself that and I'm going to continue to work on that because I know that not jumping on the roller coaster equals longevity. It allows me to be consistent. It allows me to test something out, even if it feels like it's not working, to test it out over and over and over again so I can tweak it to the point that it does work. And I'll take, for example, like I just recently did that episode where I shared about the Piano Practice Lab launch. Um, I've done Piano Practice Lab three times now and other versions of that event in the in the past and I'll continue to do that event because now I'm I'm getting to the point that I'm tweaking it and I'm really discovering what works but it if I were to like every time look at only the things that didn't work and stop doing that I I don't have that longevity so don't get stuck on the roller coaster and make sure that you stay in it for the long haul okay and not getting stuck on the roller coaster is going to help you that with that and I am absolutely still working on that so I will continue to share with you about that Okay. Another truth. Technology can be frustrating. <laughs> and I've shared this one before, I think in different ways, but I just want to normalize that. And I want to let you know that you're not alone. If you really have an idea of like, you want to take this next jump in your business, you want to go to the next level. You want to expand to group classes online, or you want to start a YouTube channel, or you want to start a TikTok or something like that, but you're terrified because the technology feels limiting. I get that. And it is okay to be intimidated by technology. I personally find technology to be very intimidating. I don't consider myself to be like technologically, um, what is the word I'm looking for? Like I don't gravitate towards automatically being good at technology. It's really something that I have to work at. It's something that I have to get on YouTube just like everybody else. And I have to Google those questions of like, how do I share my audio in Zoom? Or how do I post a video on this platform? You guys, something here, I'll share something funny with you. I at one point had to Google like, what is the difference between an Instagram reel and an Instagram story? Because I had no idea like what those two things were. And so if you're at a point where you're like, I don't even know what TikTok is just Google it. Just Google it. There's so much information out there. And I am constantly doing this. I'm constantly doing this. I, um, most recently I'm like creating different landing pages for different courses that I'm selling. And I'm always having to Google, like, how do I get the photo to be this size? Or how do I get the text to show up this way? I'm constantly Googling things when I am doing anything with technology because it's hard. So 
I get frustrated by technology and insert whatever it is that you're frustrated by and just know that that's okay. Like every single person starts out at some point having to seek out the information to do the new thing. And this like leads me into my next one, which is like, I'm often overwhelmed when I have to learn new skills. And I think one of the most important things that we can do as business owners, and this is coming from a recovering perfectionist. So like, I have to remind myself of this every day is it's okay to be a beginner. It's okay to be just starting out at something. You can't reach your giant goals if you don't start somewhere, right? Everybody has a day one. Everybody has that new account where there's only one post. Everybody has that because everybody started somewhere. Even the people that you see that are like making millions or have millions of followers or have like thousands of people that have bought their courses, they started somewhere. They started with no sales. They started with no audience. They started with no idea of how to do something because we all start there. Okay. And so being overwhelmed when you have to learn new skills is part of the process. And the sooner that we can all decide to let that be what propels us forward instead of what that, uh, letting that be something that holds us back, the sooner we're all going to reach our goals right? Let the overwhelm, let the frustration of technology, let the intimidation of being a beginner of something be the exciting thing that propels you forward and helps you figure it out as you go. Because that's actually what everybody is doing. Every single business owner is experimenting. We are all testing things out. Okay. And if you're not willing to like take a chance and test something out, you'll never know if it worked or not. So if you have that great idea, Put it out in the world, give it a try and just take that first step because you'll know whether it works or not and you'll repeat it and you'll refine it and you'll tweak it and you'll get better and better and better at it if you keep that consistency and if you're willing to not get caught on the roller coaster and you'll keep going and you'll hopefully find longevity there. So I hope that this was helpful for me to share some of the honest and vulnerable truths about scaling your music business. It is not perfect, but I personally do believe that the journey is totally worth it. There have been times when I have been so safe in my business where I've had, you know, like a full studio with a waiting list of people on recurring payments. And it like, from a business standpoint, everything was safe. Everything was running so smoothly. Everything was going so well. But for me at that point, I was not super fulfilled by what I was doing. And so it was much scarier for me to make changes um, in a direction of like less security in the beginning and in a direction of like doing things that I had no idea how to do, but that I was really excited about and that I thought I could be good at if I could learn how to do it. And so, um, yes, this is my part share and my part pep talk of you can do it and let me know if this resonated with you. Go ahead and shoot me a message on Instagram and let me know, like, did you hear any truths in here that resonated with you, that hit home for you, that maybe spoke to where you are in your journey? I would really, really love to know. And then I'm planning next week or in the next couple of weeks to do a really great episode on some of the tactical ways um, that you can grow and scale. So if there's anything in that topic that you would like me to touch on, make sure that you send me a message about that as well. I hope you have a fantastic week. Let's, um, let's be in touch. Like I said, reach out to me on Instagram and I will talk to you next week. Have a great one. Hey there. Thank you for being here. I love connecting with you every single week. And one of my favorite parts of connecting with you is actually getting to know you. I created a free community for business-minded piano teachers to come together every single week, connect and learn even more tangible strategies for business streamlining and scaling. You can join using the link in the show notes and I can't wait to get to know you.